0: Several weeks ago now, I brought you up to speed on what's happening with these draconian central bank digital currencies that are being implemented around the world. And I've always given you forecasts every month, few months or so, to say what I think is going to be happening, when I think they're going to be launched in different countries, etc. And I want to bring your attention back to the one I covered, I think it was about three, four weeks ago now, and that was Nigeria, and the horrendous things that have been happening to the citizens of that country by their own government central bank. I've got some clips that I'm going to show you today, and I'm going to put some of this footage. I can't actually play the sound because there are gunshots and all sorts of other things and people screaming and um, all these other things going on with it. So I'm just going to play the footage while I talk about what's happening there. But In effect, what happened was when they launched the central bank digital currency, they actually made the cash that was currently in existence no longer legal tender. And many of you in, let's say if you're in the UK or Europe, for example, but in the UK, you remember when they brought out the £20 polymer bills and they said the paper £20 bills were no longer legal tender. Well, that is exactly what happened in Nigeria, although this is the the Draco this is the the evil sinister tactic they used, which even I didn't think that they could possibly use this. and that was that they said that there just wasn't enough of the new currency. And bear in mind, this has been going on for over a year now, and they're saying that there just wasn't enough of the new currency and they're refusing to print this new cash currency. So in effect, they went to a central bank digital currency. They made the cash that everyone had saved up at home no longer legal tender. And then if you wanted to go and get more cash, I wanna play you some clips of something I didn't know about. And this comes from a subscriber, Aisha, who actually sent that to me, her and her mother. So a shout out there. And this was just shocking, actually. What happened? We're here on the street of Lagos talking to Nigerians for them to tell us how they've been able to cope and transact without cash. It's not going well. Getting money is a problem. It's beyond measure. If you go to PS to withdraw, PS will charge you 400 for 1,000. 400 for 1,000 naira. 20,000 to withdraw 100,000. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to withdraw even 50,000 naira from my account. They say I cannot even get up to 5,000 naira how can bank tell you there's no cash in Nigeria so as you can see if you want to remove your own cash from the bank you can but if you want to remove like he said there 1000 it's going to cost you 400 now if you want to remove larger amounts they're charging you 20% commission this is the bank it doesn't matter which bank you go to these are the banks they're charging you 20% commission To use cash so they're penalizing you to use cash now let me tell you the reason i'm going into all of this today and that is because this is just about to launch in july it is called fed now it is in the usa it is not their central bank digital currency but it's definitely an on-ramp to the central bank digital currency and that's why i want to talk about this today as well as bring you up to speed on everything that's going on because as i always say when i share these stories with you because you are awake. Most of you know, people that watch YouTube are fast asleep, but you guys are awake and you know what's happening. And when I share these stories, it plants that seed in your mind to say, hold on, I need to prepare in case something like this happens in my own country. So it doesn't matter where you're watching this video from today, you will get a very valuable lesson from Nigeria and some of the other countries. When they actually launched this digital currency in Nigeria, only half a percentage of the people, so 0.5%, actually adopted this new digital currency. They didn't want it, they only wanted cash. And this is where this sinister plot came in. And this has now led to uh, riots, banks being burned down. And not just that, what did the government response be via the police? It was to shoot people. But here's what I want to Get across to you. So we always talk about tipping point theory, don't we? And I say that when you make the pain so great, people will do or say anything in order to have that pain be relieved. And we've seen this in a lot of cases in the West in in recent years as well. So what did the government do? They kept the pressure on month. After month after month with all of these cash problems, so eventually people had to adopt this digital currency. So in effect, it was a, a, a game of chicken between the people and the central bank. And eventually, after so long of, of pain, difficulty, people couldn't didn't have the money to travel to work, to travel to the store, they couldn't buy food, etc. The people eventually gave up. So they've now had a massive Increase of 63% adoption just in recent months. And now we're up to over 80% of transactions. Again, if these statistics that are coming out of the country are correct. Now, let me bring you on to a couple of other stories before we go on to Fed now and that is that Australia is looking to halt cash. I wanna bring you up to speed in a moment on the central bank digital currency tracker that we have as well. So this is one of the big four banks in Australia, because remember, banks are now more like a mafia or a monopoly than they are competitive. So this is ANZ or ANZ Bank, halts cash withdrawals from many branches. They have put out a statement saying they're going to cease facilitating withdrawals and deposits from a number of branches. And this is to facilitate the government transition into a central bank digital currency or cashless society. India as well has started their pilot program very recently for the digital rupee, as well as a number of other countries that have also started. So let me bring you back to the the starting point here. And I want to show you the tracker a moment. So this is the pilot stage right now, which is absolutely going crazy but i just want to show you this is the launch phase and this was nigeria so one of the first to launch apart from the sand dollar of course we know about that uh, in the caribbean bahamas etc but really nigeria is the first large country with a large economy to launch and believe me if they're going to do stuff like that in nigeria they're going to do it elsewhere as well. So let's look at who's now pilot. And and look how interesting this is exactly what I said would happen with the BRICS nations coming together and they've accelerated their plans because of the weaponization of the dollar. So what do you have over here? Well, apart from Australia, which sort of sits on its own as a Western country, you have all of these countries. So here's Russia, Kazakhstan, Iran saudi arabia who funny enough both just uh, announced an alliance as i covered last week you have the uae india china thailand so all of these BRICS nations as well as over here we have uh, the south american nations brazil etc so brazil is under their development about to go into pilot as well but development is still the western countries they are way behind the others in terms of development of the CBDC, but that's why we're going to talk about the USA now, who are about to launch FedNow. And remember what I always teach you, and that is that these things get launched under periods of crisis or distraction. Sometimes it's a genuine crisis that comes about, and when these crises come about, then you see governments, central banks, other institutions enact things. Maybe they use emergency powers to bring in new laws. But other times, it is distraction. So what are we seeing at the moment? We're seeing a huge, I don't think anyone can dispute that the whole Trump affair that's going on. It's on every newspaper, every media, 24-7, all about Trump paying a, a prawn star, shall we say. To me, this is not news. This is not a big worldwide story. It's a nothing burger of a story to me. What is big stories is these things here, these central bank digital currencies, these conflicts and wars and all the other things that the food crisis, all the warnings being put out by farmers, um, that there's so much going on right now that it's insane. And we keep getting distracted by this Trump story. Why is that? Well, because there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, a lot of things being enacted and pushed through new rules and laws. And the Fed now is one of these things and is about to launch. So let's have a quick look at this then. It launches in July of 2023. So now's the sort of period where they're getting everything together. So the Fed now is the first, I guess, new payment system ever since the 1970s. So what happened in 71? That was Nixon, who took the US off the gold standard and pegged the US dollar to absolutely nothing, although a lot of people believe that the US dollar is backed by the strength of the US economy or the strength of the US military. Uh, Yeah, maybe it's backed by the strength of the US military, but that is not you can't exactly say well it's kind of a tangible because there's tanks and weapons and things but it's not like a tangible backing which is what a currency needs to something like gold this is why i keep warning you the BRICS nations are buying and accumulating all the gold i still think that it's because they want to launch their own currency and they're going to back it to gold but since we haven't heard anything on that, a lot of people don't believe that's going to happen. Maybe I'm just a little bit out there on that theory, but that is what I foresee anyway. So this is the difference between Now. You'll be able to receive money within seconds, 24 hours a day, rather than the archaic way the US banking system is currently running. But it just makes me laugh that they're trying to encourage people to now use this FedNow because it's big amounts you can do, and yet... They're saying that people that get $600 maybe are trying to do some acts of uh, In fact, we can't even use that word on, on the channel. But uh, acts of... Um, no, I can't even think of a word to, to, to uh, replicate that one. But illegal things, shall we say. And yet they're increasing these payment systems so to encourage people to use it. The other reason that I know this is complete nonsense is because they, they say on the, on the website when you look at all this stuff... The reason it takes so long to process payments in the U.S. is because they have a lot of very advanced fraud checks. Whereas now they're saying that they'll make clearing and this is from their website, they'll make clearing and settlement occur within seconds. Removing the need for detailed fraud checks, that makes absolutely no sense. There's no way that they can do a fraud check within seconds. And then I thought about it and I said, ah, I realize what's going on here. I know what the reason why they're not gonna do this. And that is because they're gonna bring in this digital ID for everyone. Makes perfect sense. Because then there will be no fraud. Because remember, this is just within the USA. This banking network is going to be the Fed now plan you will need a digital ID in the future in order to operate within this payment system. Because remember, again, the video from last year and what I talked about, the central bank of every country doesn't want competition from the commercial banks. That's why they allowed the commercial banks to do this $1 billion, if I've got it here, yes, it is, investment to launch their own payment network, which was, again, was a monopoly. And this was between Citigroup, Bancorp, and J.P. Morgan Chase. So now, of course, these big banks are furious that the Fed has launched a competitive currency, which is going to be far superior to theirs. And this is why I keep saying that people are focusing on the wrong place. They keep thinking that the cryptocurrency is the biggest competition the central banks want to attack. It's not. It's two things at once. They want to get rid of crypto, which is a competitor, especially Bitcoin, 100% but they also want to get rid of the, the commercial banking sector. Because if you're the central bank, who do you want to have as your customer? Do you want to have it directly with the customer? So here's a central bank, and you have a wallet with a central bank, and they do everything, they control it, and they can oversee it, or do you want to go through clearing houses, or middlemen, if you want to use that word, of these commercial banks? Because that's what they have to do at the moment. They have to use these commercial banks. So to me, this is obvious what they're building. They are building the on-ramp here to the central bank digital currency. They also refer a lot to the elimination of cash. They're saying that... People just don't want to use cash anymore. No one wants cash. We'll be a cashless society soon, etc. But again, I just don't agree with that at all. I don't think people do want to do away with cash. There's a lot of people that still want to use cash. And the other problem with this is that we've already seen Some of the stuff that i knew would come about and that was like the digital yuan what are they doing now they've added an expiry date to the currency so they're doing all these trials with an expiry date again we talked about this a long time ago you and i and in the comments i asked for your feedback and between us we knew what was coming and we know what's coming expiry dates on the currency they'll also have rules around the currency oh, you can only eat one burger this month, you can only buy one steak because you've already filled your quota and things like that. They're going to link it in with a carbon credit score. Uh, It's funny, when I first started talking about this two and a half, three years ago, it sounded nuts. It sounded crazy when I said about all this stuff and how these uh, central bank digital currencies would be launched in other countries and they do all this evil stuff around it. It sounded nuts. But here we are, this is now a reality for us. And even the 15-minute cities, that sounded crazy. Well, that's here as well now. It's all coming about very quickly. And it amazes me the amount of people that are sleepwalking into this and saying, oh, it's fine, it's no problem. If I'm only allowed to fly once a year or once every five years for a holiday, I'm okay with this, I'm fine with it. For context here, in May of 2020, there were only 35 countries that were even thinking about a central bank digital currency. And now, just three years later, we have got 114 countries. So that represents over 95% of global GDP are actually in the process of implementing a CBDC. So what is this six phase FedNow plan then? Let me just bring this to your attention. Uh, Right. So it's learn, engage, prepare, commit, onboard and go live. So the go live is approaching very, very quickly now. So uh, July of 2023, they've gone through all these phases. Now, July of 2023 is going to be their sort of soft launch, I guess you can call it. And then not long after that, they'll probably go live with a full launch. I still disagree with a lot of people. That it's going to be this year i don't see it i've said that for a long time i just don't see it launching this year i think that the central bank digital currency for western countries will launch in 2025. however i want to add a caveat or a get out of jail free card here and that is if we see a massive crash before then i think they will bring forward the plans for their 2025-ish Launch and I think they'll bring it forward and they'll launch way before they're prepared to, and that's where you might see some malicious things coming in, like we're seeing in Nigeria. So, I still hold the reservation it could be 2024, but I just don't see it. I still think it's going to be 2025 or later for some Western countries, but UK, I'm expecting 2025, USA, potentially 2025, and we even know the Eurozone is looking into this as well so is there much that you can do to, to fight this well not really you could look into something like and again i know many of you don't like bitcoin you you think it's some sort of a cia plot or, or whatever people say about it an fbi plot the cia implemented it and they're doing it so that everyone gets their money into bitcoin and then they're going to steal it all and you know i've heard every story going I don't really see that i just see bitcoin as an alt- i don't see it as an investment i see it as an alternative payment platform but so is some of the others you, you might see more adoption of things like um, pirate chain or dero or, or something like that maybe monero is another one these are these are privacy coins you might see more adoption there but outside of the tech side you might see more adoption of other things i would have said cash before you'd see more people adopting cash but then when the government passes these things that oh sorry this cash isn't legal tender anymore that's going to foil that plan then what do you go to barter trade uh, silver gold um maybe maybe i don't see it i think people won't go for it i think they're going to take the remember people always take the path. Think of an animal. Sorry to compare people to animals, but you think of an animal where it takes a trail. Does it go up and over a mountain? No, it doesn't. It builds a path around. It takes the path of least resistance. And that's where we talked about tipping point theory in that I don't see people going through all these challenges of, oh, let me weigh my silver and gold and transact it for your goat and whatever else i just don't see it i think people are going to adopt this new central bank digital currency and they're gonna basically pretty much enslave themselves and just cross their fingers and hope that we don't ever get an evil government coming into different countries who's then going to start passing these insane draconian laws which only restricts our freedom more restricts our freedom of speech. So that's it. I think I've covered everything today. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Take care. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow now. Bye for now.